What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles, and we are at the Lucky Duck. Welcome, welcome. And uh, it's just me, Ryan and Solo, today. Miles is out snowboarding in Breckenridge, and uh, but nonetheless, the show must go on. And in fact, we have a special guest today. His name is Anthony. Welcome, Anthony. Howdy, howdy. I can hear the applause in the background. Yeah, yeah, hear, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I have to put, add it in post. Uh, the one request that Anthony had to be on the show, to get him to agree to be on the show, was that Miles not be here. Oh, for some reason, he's got beef with reason, Miles. Uh, I don't really understand it. Uh, I don't quite get it, but, you know, it worked out. No, I wish he was here. We've only had, like, maybe two or three conversations, but... You know, it's okay. It's okay. He caught out sick, you know, Breckenridge. And it's all good. He's fine. Um, here, man. Cheers. Thanks cheers. for being on. Thanks and for uh, of course, of course. what's going to be a great conversation. Uh, we are drinking a elderberry margarita. So let's give that a sip. Let's see how it goes. Mm-mm-mm. God damn, I make a good drink. Absolutely. Fuck. Ah. Uh, so, um, elderberry margarita. It's got elderberry syrup in it. Lovely. It's got lime. It's got a little bit of triple sec. Not as much as I you would usually put in a margarita. And then, uh, of course, lime juice and Patron. This one you didn't put any uh, Tropo Chico in it, right? No Topo Chico. No Tropo yeah. Chico. No, I think I like this one more. A little bit less yeah. Little fizz. Yeah, a little less bubbly. It's not watered down at all. Um, I did make a version of this with Topo Chico on New Year's Eve. Um I still like both, you know. I love my Topo Chico. Yeah, Anytime no, I can no, sorry, sneak no. Topo Chico into a drink, I will. You have I'm a big shirt, fan. Right? You have the shirt. I ha- yeah, I have a hoodie that just says Topo Chico on it because uh, why not? Got to rep, got to represent. Also, a paid sponsor of the Lucky Duck, right? <laughs> oh, massive sponsor! <laughs> I got her in the background. Got her in the back, right she's there. She's hiding, yeah. but she's here. Um, no, yeah. I uh, if you guys want to check out the ingredients and what. You know, drink along, make it at home while you're listening. You can catch them all on Instagram, on the gram, on the gram, and uh, where you can find all of our drinks. All of the uh, each episode, we uh, you know do a little uh, cocktail, um, something simple, not something not overly complicated. This is this is uh, right in the edge a little bit. The elderberry, elderberry syrup, yeah, not quite common ingredient. No, I have actually never even heard heard of an elderberry. Before. Really, never, mm. never. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's like a Western or sorry, Eastern medicine thing mm-hmm. where like you're supposed to take a shot of it if you're like feeling starting to feel ill, you know, not well, and then it's supposed to like boost your immune system. I don't know the science behind it. I'm not a doctor. Just drink you, it. It's fine. Once you add tequila, though, it's like a, oh yeah, it's a little it, boost. So it gives you a little boost. Yeah, it's uh, it may neutralize the health yeah. benefits a little bit. Although tequila, Although tequila, yeah, I just about to say tequila. Tequila is one of those uh, alcohols that's probably the, I guess most yeah least bad. It's least like the most bad. healthy alcohol you can. Uh, consume the most healthy poor option that you can do yes exactly yeah. so we're okay we're sitting pretty we're sitting pretty with this drink i think we, i may burn a couple calories during this and not add any um so yeah it's <laughs> what do you you bartend and yes and, yes I do. and all that what do you what is your most favorite drink to make uh so the difference um with my bar is that it's a peruvian restaurant 
Uh, so a lot of the drinks that we make are made with Pisco. Uh, Pisco is a uh, Peruvian liquor. Uh, it's made similarly to a brandy, uh, but made with uh, grapes instead. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so and it has like the similar distillation process. Um, but yeah, comes out, pairs with over like citrus. Um, so mm-hmm. we make a lot of drinks that are based around citrus. Um, I would say if you ever get your hands on Pisco, uh, any kind of Chicano variation. That's kind of my favorite thing to make over there. Mm. So it's uh, uh, ginger ale, uh, pisco, some lime, and then another like either uh, juice or another kind of fruit, uh, fruit mm. juice as well to add that in. Um, super refreshing. The Peruvians hit it with that one. They nice. really did. They really did. Nice. Um, and they make some good food too. So it's uh, it's good. That's good. I'd probably say Chicano. So that'd probably be the next thing to, to look up any... Anything we made with Pisco. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Um, what is a so what is like a, a typical popular Peruvian dish that you that they sell at the restaurant? Most popular, I would say, or at least like a, an all around Peru, a lomo sartao. Uh, so it's like rice, beef, sauteed mm-hmm. onions, some fries. It's you can't beat it. It's kind of like the most basic thing you can get. Like at least <laughs> yeah. like all around South America and any like Car- like Hispanic Caribbean island you know it's rice beef and yeah some other kind of starch maybe um but yeah that's like the most popular thing or like yeah. my favorite thing is like a fried rice um mm. they have a arroz chaufa and that's like that's it it's like the best it's like it's peruvian food is like hispanic food and asian food mixed together hmm. and because like the descendants of peru come from come from asia yeah yeah so like the cooking is a amazing blend hmm. of asian and hispanic food that's like that's top tier. You I can't, wish you can't get any better than that. I wish Miles was here because he he actually went to Peru this past year. He can assess so to he it. He can he can like you know he can give his own opinion on it. But yeah. uh, one of the things that he said, what was it? Um, was it llama meat or uh, what's the animal that that's lamb? like? That's not lamb. lamb. It, maybe it was alpaca. Alpaca. Uh, they alpaca. do have. Yeah, they have alpacas there. Yeah. Do they sell alpaca no, meat? No, I don't think there? we sell alpaca <laughs> meat. No, that's that'd be kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. I do want to try an alpaca burger. It sounds like it could be could be good. I do want to go to Peru. Peru yeah. has a lot of history. Um, I really like big time. Big time has a lot of history. A lot of like South mm-hmm. American history too. So like, you know, see like all the ruins over there, and um, yeah, a lot of stuff is still pretty preserved. So they have a lot of history. Um, that's definitely. Another another thing on the bucket list to hit for sure. Yeah. Have you ever been out of the country? Yes. Um a couple times. Uh cruising uh it's a couple islands or whatnot. Um like Dominican Republic or, or Mexico. Yeah. But nothing like too crazy. Actually, I take that back. Um Sierra and I went on a cruise um a couple months ago mm. and we got to see like some some Mayan ruins that just been discovered as of like oh dope yeah like as a couple years ago maybe like two years ago they just discovered this and so they're still discovering they're still discovering shit they're still discovering it i mean because like uh, all that stuff is still really preserved as well and uh, they don't like uh outside contact or Mm -hmm. uh, or at least like since a lot of south america is really like you know uh tourism heavy Mm -hmm. um for like for cruises or for uh, resorts or whatnot, so a lot of the stuff they kept preserved, or they just like slowly but surely are starting to show mm-hmm. their uh, their states government, um, like the just the original people, really the lands. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. Um, saw a lot of history, saw a lot of like the uh, the old routes that they would take, like to trade trade goods and kind of like their homes and 
like their churches, bathhouses. It was awesome. I'm a big history mm. nut, so like that is yeah. Like at least like I don't I can't like name like historical events off like the top of my head, but like yeah. consuming history knowledge is like. Do you, you have know, like a fav like what's your favorite time in history that you've uh, learned about or? Love to learn. Would more love about. to learn more about is the Egyptians. I mm, think pyramids. Of course, I think the pyramids just cool. Right, just cool. So, hot take. What is? How did the pyramids? How did they come to be? Well, what do you think? I believe that um, Earth has been, you know, like spinning for so many years and going around the sun. Uh, we've probably had like so many natural disasters that haven't even been talked about or at least like the records of yeah. have like been vanished um so i'm probably assuming that the ancient egyptians were like you know for the time period super smart and some natural disaster happened or something happened and we lost like all records of that um it's definitely i mean those people were just smart mm. i think it was definitely like you know the the people within africa everyone's like all in that region um Mm-hmm. They definitely built that up, and we just lost records of yeah of things like being built. But I don't know because it's like it's so perfect, you know. It's so perfect. At least like each um, like mm. latitude and longitude, like what star they're facing, um, like the center point, um, like what star they're facing up in the sky. Yeah. Um, how like all of them are distanced and spaced out around Earth. Like yeah, and they're all oriented all of them, uh, yeah. specifically to like the like a square inch. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's I crazy. wonder if like the what is it, the Library of Alexandria? Alexandria, yeah. When was that burned down? Because that was like a big, massive loss. Big time. Um, to some of the records that big they were time. able to preserve. A couple in, hundred years ago. Couple Library hundred. of Alexandria, Alexandria burning. Let's Goog it. Uh, 48 BC. Wow, a couple, yeah, a thousand years ago, yeah. Yeah, a little long, but uh, yeah, it burned by Julius Caesar yeah. during his Civil War. What, what, a, what an asshole. What a guy. That guy, that guy wanted to burn some books. Stab somebody in the back, and then um, got stabbed in the back. Hmm. It says that it's unclear how much was actually destroyed, and it seems to be either a uh, wait, and it seems to have either survived or have been rebuilt shortly thereafter. Um, but you never know. Dang, Dude, Alexandria, Egypt. Hmm. Have you seen I've, like that video of uh, like this, like this? Uh, somebody was like parachuting over the pyramids, and like he got video of like what's at the top of the pyramids, like inscription, like all like the hieroglyphics at the top. Really? Have you seen that? Yeah. No, no. Uh, they, uh, there's something like, I saw it on Twitter and somebody was like Whoa. gliding over and yeah, I got video of, of all like, because you know, they don't let you anywhere near the pyramids. Like at least when you go to visit, like they keep you at a distance. Really? You're not, yeah. You're not allowed to like go anywhere near that at all. No shit. Yeah. You're not, you can't go anywhere near it. Or at least like, you get to like, there's like a certain point that you can get to. You can't get past that. And you can't like, if I want to touch it. Like I want to touch the pyramid. I like if I go. There, yeah, I want to be able to like there. see it really up close. But no, you have to see it from like a distance. That sucks. Yeah. Hey, I mean, they probably have. They're probably you know holding some sort of knowledge, some sort of history. They don't want uh, the public to uh, to see or to know about. Well, so. a lot of times the tourism just ruins everything. Tourism ruins it. You know. A lot of people like crowds. You know, there's always that one guy that tries to break through the barrier and Some like guy run parachutes up. Over the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some guy parachutes yeah. over. Yeah, 
That may have been a situation though where he was like sponsored by either like the tourism board or, or like Red Bull. Red Bull, yeah. Red Bull seems <laughs> to get a pass at everything. Yeah. Oh, you want to go up to space and like skydive down from space? Yeah, we'll let you do that. Totally. I uh, just saw Twitter came up, uh, video came up on my Twitter of uh, Travis Pastrana um, when he jumped out of the airplane like, with no parachute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't make people like that anymore. No, they nah, don't. They don't make people For like good that reason. Yeah, For good reason. They don't, they that don't seems a little like dangerous. That. Oh, yeah, quite. But hey. Did you see the when uh, was it was David Blaine went up in his balloon? His, like, um, he, like, strapped a bunch of balloons, like, in the movie Up. He did, he did it? Yeah, and he, like, held onto it, and he, like, floated up into the atmosphere, and he had to like have a tank of oxygen while he was up there. I have and not then, seen that. And then and then jumped down. Yeah. No, I have not. David Blaine is crazy. He's crazy. David yeah. Blaine is crazy. Yeah. No, I, I, if there was anybody, I wish I could be, or I I wish I could be David Blaine. I think he recently um, hurt himself. Like he had a bunch of shows, and uh, he ended up having to essentially cancel a few. Um, because yeah he like hurt himself yeah he injured himself during a las vegas performance uh i guess he like um how recent dislocated his shoulder after an 80 foot jump hey Uh, yeah uh, back in march of uh of last year yeah damn last year you can say that now yeah he's good now he's good Man, he's like, oh, I've seen things where he's like sticking like needles like through his hand and like having it. Yeah. Like he's. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, crazy. um. He's crazy. He's a crazy guy. It's not like a contortionist, but it's one of those things where he like alters his body yeah, yeah. to make the illusion work. So yeah, yeah. it's basically a hole, a calloused hole in the middle of his hand. So he can like just fit needles through easily without actually like puncturing he's himself. Like, put, like, like knives and everything like down his throat. Yeah. Like. No, nah, it's crazy. I would. I don't know. I don't know if I could do all that. I like to watch it. it gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. But I want to interview the doc, his like doctor or like his um consultant that he goes to to be like, hey, can I actually do this without killing myself? He must sign a lot of. <laughs> you know, a lot of because he's got to have like that. a crew of people who are like basically researching this for him. We're like, hey, like. No, nah, if you do this, you're gonna die. Like, here's the here's the proof. Yeah. Or like, yeah, you can probably like he had probably had to survive. figure out how to do that, right? How yeah. to alter his body where he can stick uh, needles through it every night. He has a good lawyer. Yeah. He must have a good. Lawyer. His insurance policy his insurance. must be <laughs> extra expensive. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. He's crazy. I mean, no. Yeah. David, I. That's. I. I would sit like, like I don't know. It's been some time, but years ago, I would sit. And just like watch David Blaine videos, like on oh YouTube. my god, that's yeah. like that's the best like prop up, eat a good meal, and like just watch David. Just Blaine. watch him, yeah. yeah. Go to work, and... unless he's like puking up frogs, then I can't eat yeah, and can't watch eat, that. No, that's a, that's <laughs> I'll skip combo. that one. Yeah, that's a poor combo. <laughs> the one where he like uh, where he was it um, stayed in a ice in block. The ice, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was so bizarre. I don't know if I could do that. That's like ten years ago. Like yeah, isn't that weird? That was a long time long ago. ago. And then he did the one where he was like, was like floating in the air. Floating too. in the air, yeah. Uh-huh. Nah, nah, there's, there's, there's levels. There's a lot levels of those Vegas shit. performers, he's not like a Vegas guy, but he, he had like a residency, I guess. A lot of them, um, they have to like go through rigorous testing on like safety and things like that. Yeah, I would Like there's been so. tons of accidents of just like people being stupid. The the big one of the biggest shows uh in Vegas back in the day was um it was like two gentlemen and they the they had the tigers. I'm trying to remember. 
what the name of uh, Vegas. Some, some sort of like circus? Tiger show uh, is a duo. Siegfried and Roy. And they um, they were like these German magicians and entertainers that had like a, a massive res- re- residency there uh, for years. And the show involved like a couple of tigers, mm-hmm. like white striped tigers. And one of their last shows, the tiger like basically um, like attacked one of the guys. Like the, with the performer? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's... Yeah, That's so tough. it says here that it's they're best known for the use of white lines and the white tigers in their acts. Um, their c- career uh, came to an end in 2003 when Horn uh, was critically injured by a tiger during a performance. That's tragic. Yeah, Roy. Roy was his name. Um, yeah, there's like there's statues of them in front of I think it's the Mirage, uh, which is going to become the. Uh, the Hard Rock Hotel here soon, but yeah, I mean, That's, I can't. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you're performing at Vegas, though. You know, it's crazy. Uh, speaking of Vegas, though, you excited for it? Vegas? Yeah. What do you mean? You going for a night? Oh yeah, yeah, a yeah. Night, yeah. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say. Well, I did. I I did go see U uh, two at the Sphere. Uh, you went to go see him at the Sphere? I did. Yeah. How was that experience? Like, mm-hmm. did you get like the? Lo- I see. I've heard that there's like seating that's like. Covered yeah, by yeah, mezzanine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't have those seats. Okay. I had, I was, I was towards the back, um, but I was in the middle. I think, like, for those of you who are listening, if you ever want to go to the Sphere and ex- experience it, whether it's like a show or they, they do these daily viewings where they play a video mm-hmm. inside of it, and uh, and then at night they'll have like on the weekends they'll have actual musical ga- uh, performances. That's crazy. Man. Um, it was awesome. It was so sick. It's like nothing you've ever seen before, obviously, right? It's when I was sitting there, um, uh, just just to circle back what I was talking about with the seating, though. You want to get a middle seat because if you get too far to the edge, it doesn't like completely doesn't cover. Yeah, 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 because the, the screen does stop at a certain point, like on the edges, yeah. and it's not like necessarily behind you. So getting one in the middle will give you that but full like your, your field experience. Of view. Yeah, field of view would be like symmetrical instead mm-hmm. of like slightly cut off on one end if you're too far over. Um, but it doesn't really matter how close to the stage or the front you are, in my opinion, I think, as long as you're just in the middle. But there is a section down in the lower um, part of the seating uh, where it does have like an overhang mm-hmm. with like seats above you, like a mezzanine level above you. And uh, yeah, people have been complaining because you you can't get the you top of the video yeah, screen, which I totally would understand. I'd be kind of pissed if I spent that kind of money because those seats are more expensive than the ones I was in because it was you're they're closer. Yeah, you're sitting closer, closer to the stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but th- honestly, uh, I wasn't even watching the stage most of the time because you're like mesmerized by what's going on. Yeah, they have like all these cool graphics, and they video they have video of the performers. Of, of it was you two in this case on the screen while they have the graphics, nah, so you can still you can see everything that's without great. actually looking at the stage. So um, it was dope. I loved it. I can't wait to see what they do with like the lineup in 2024 of adding like musical guests and stuff, I would definitely in a heartbeat pay money to go see it. Like Janie who was with me, uh, 
doesn't really know you two at all. Um, I don't. And I, I don't know them because they had like an automated, automatic downloaded song. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> like your your generation knows them because they yeah they um they got uh, automatically installed into your iPhone many years uh, ago. Many many years ago. Many yeah. years ago. <laughs> um, but um, she had a blast and didn't know any of the songs essentially. Just because like just the setting itself. Yeah. It's just like you're like you're you're totally entertained the in, entire like, time. Thing. Yeah. That's crazy. No, that's crazy. It's Who very would you immersive. Want to see there? Who would I want to see there? I'd love to see Kings of Leon. I'm okay. a big Kings of Leon fan. And uh some of the shows that I've been to prior have had like really cool, like trippy graphics to it. So mm-hmm. if you had that on the big sphere screen, it would be like crazy cool. Probably like a comedy show wouldn't be like the best use of no, I mean that you could. I I would say I know the UFC is like in talks of doing a couple fights there, um, but you wouldn't be able to do that in the round. Usually in a UFC fight, it's like on all sides, mm-hmm. um, but this the stage is up against the side of the screen, you know, so it's like yeah. amphitheater style and with the big screen behind them, and so it'd probably be very distracting for an athlete though. As like if yeah, I guess, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I suppose it would, yeah, because I don't know, the the screen is really impressive and it's uncanny, meaning like when you walk in and you sit down, they have like a pre-displayed image of a coliseum, like you're inside of a coliseum, and it's like they have like little birds flying, and you can't you can't tell. That like you're not in there. Like. Yeah, that it's a part of the screen because the it's just like there's the depth of field uh, depth of field uh, is like uh, they can create an illusion, meaning like at one one part of the show, this like like the the screen made it seem like the room was shrinking, um, and like the All ceiling was itself. coming down on you, and so they can like basically trick uh, trick the eye and make make uh, make you feel like you're somewhere you're not but um so pretty crazy though. the entire time i was there though i was like why did they build like i understand why they built this but whoever signed off on this yeah. and was like yeah this is totally a it's good totally worth it <laughs> a good idea was like out of their fucking mind yeah. because it's like you're never gonna make your money back probably i, I just don't the see light bill must be crazy. the electricity the upkeep the maintenance on the thing is got to be extremely expensive One annually goes out like all the way in like the center of the <laughs> you gotta like get somebody to climb up well the thing is it. the way it works is there's a layer between the outside shell led Versus and the inside, the inside shell That's crazy. so it's i don't know how big that that distance is between the two layers but um there's there's like um scaffolding in the inside in so you can actually go to any point in that screen on the inside and change out the panel. In fact, during the show, there's a part where um, they remove one of the panels and a, a a string is dropped all the way down to the stage. It's like from the center oh, of the, the screen down to the stage, like from like the ceiling, like from like the roof ceiling. Ceiling, yeah. And uh, a uh, so the string goes all the way down the stage. Bono, the lead singer of U2, takes the takes the uh, the end of the string, holds on to it, and is walking around the stage. And at the top where the screen uh, meets the string is like a balloon image that they uh, that they put on the screen. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's carrying a balloon. And so, like for an entire song, he's like walking around with this like rope, swinging the rope around with this balloon up top. And so somebody was up there 
removed a panel of the LED, dropped the string down, and then uh, at the end of the song, uh, pulled the string up and then put the LED panel back. Yeah. The guy who signed off on this. <laughs> definitely crazy. That round table yeah. of, like, of like spitballing ideas. They're like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, fuck it. Like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's, can I curse Yeah. Him? Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah. He's like, fuck it. Let's just do it. He's like, send that shit up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It. I'm. I'm glad it exists, but... Yeah, it's one of those things where you would have a hard time getting investors to to sign off on it because I just don't. I I think it was only open since, since September. I think was the first shows, mm. and they had already lost like seventy five million dollars of operating just how much it costs. operating just keep it, revenue. Yeah, just keep it yeah, cost. Yeah. Anywhere else in Vegas you that you have visited that you would recommend? Like in terms of like a, a casino, hotel, or just yeah, place anywhere. Oh my god! The, got my parents going to Vegas soon, so I got to. Oh really? Them, yeah, for Christmas we got them. I, I'd rather got them a trip yeah. to Vegas. Vegas is a is a very. There's nothing like Vegas anywhere else in the United States. It's like a dystopian society existing within like a desert mm -hmm. and there's like a metropolitan city around it so around there's it, yeah. yeah so you know there's tons of houses and suburbs basically that surround the thing but the center is like you know like shit yeah. is the fan like it's like yeah it's game time yeah the only reason why that place exists is essentially because it, they needed to build a, a town for the railroad development mm. across the united states and so they put up casinos and it just kind of exploded after that it shouldn't exist. Like, it was just like it was just by coincidence. Yeah, and like, it's in the middle of a desert. It shouldn't exist. Like, that's great. but it, so, um, yeah. I mean, Vegas is. Vegas, I always tell people you can only spend like three days in Vegas um, before the crazies hit you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I always say the people who like lost everything and like you know sit, sitting on the side they stayed longer than three days. They, were, they, they had a whole week trip. Yeah, they like, they stayed a little too long yeah. in Vegas and Vegas consumed them. Um, Vegas is like great for anybody who, who's any kind of person. If you're looking to gamble, obviously you got that component. If you're looking to, if you're an outdoor enthusiast, it's great because. 45 minutes away from downtown Las Vegas is some of the best uh, rock climbing in the world. Yeah. Um, I think it's Alex Hornell is the, the famous, uh, um, rock climber. Um, you have the grand Canyon right there too. Yeah. He lit, he lives there, um, because of red rock Canyon. Okay. Yeah. And so, and then, yeah, the great, the, the grand Canyon is like, I think four hours away. If you wanted to like drive Damn, to it, four hours? it's four hours. Damn, yeah. That's not right there. Yeah. You could also, that's a drive. Uh, what's the, the Eisen, not Eisenhower, um, the dam. What's the, what's Hoover? the Hoover dam yeah. is, is, is kind of close to that area too. So you could, you could make a day trip to the Hoover, Hoover dam. But, um, and also if you're into like, exotic cars yeah it's an amazing they place car shows and everything. they have car shows i mean the f1 is there now uh they just had their um their grand uh the las vegas grand prix was there a couple months ago in fact i went and to the u2 show i think it was like four weeks after the las vegas grand prix so i was kind of um trying to see like had they taken everything down because yeah. they transformed the entire drag of the las vegas strip into um, like an f1 yeah racetrack yeah it's pretty cool yeah so um 
they did a pretty good job by the time I was there that I didn't, you wouldn't even know the, the Grand Prix, Prix was there. Vegas hosts the uh, NBA Summer League, so I'm definitely, uh, yeah. I'm trying to make a whole trip of, mm-hmm. of it's like the, the, the most like degen, like, like absolute, like degenerate, like basketball <laughs> junkie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you're betting NBA, on the Summer League, you're betting on NBA yeah, Summer League, you're, you're, I'm a you're sicko. Deep. <laughs> I'm a sicko. Like, I, I watch all, I watch anybody play basketball, but yeah. I'm definitely going to try to make a trip. Um, mm-hmm me and another another friend and and sierra just trying to like get out there and just like watch yeah basketball like mm-hmm. all week yeah and you know live in that and then gamble mm-hmm. on the nights and then go back and yeah and it's slowly becoming ball. and has over the last five years of a really uh big sports destination oh big time so big time. i mean they have the raiders there now they had the a's are coming uh which is mlb uh they're actually uh tearing down the tropicana which is um, across from MGM and uh, the uh, Luxor and uh, Excalibur hotels. The Las Vegas Aces, the yep. WNBA uh, basketball team. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just started there. Ch- champions, yeah, right? Champ- recent yep. champions as well. They have, last year. Um, they have the uh, the Las Vegas Knights, which is hockey. Yeah. They're like, they've won the Stanley Cup. Um, and NBA is probably going to expand. Into, yeah, into right. Vegas. Yeah, they're looking to do that. Um, the the Sands uh, Corporation, the, like the family, the, right? the family that they owns just, the Sands, uh, they the just Expo bought, and all that. Um, the Mavs, the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah they yeah. were a big. They were a big uh, family that was looking to at least like initiate the expansion process. Into right. The NBA, but they did buy the Mavs, so that is like a mm-hmm. that's crazy. I, speaking of the Mavs, I did just see something come across my phone. Mark Cuban. Uh, but giving a total of $35 million of bonuses for all Mavericks employees. No shit. Yeah, so that's definitely the next... Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work for Mark Cuban. Yeah, well, he just case. sold a bunch of his his share of the, of the, yeah, of the sold, ownership, right? I, I was looking at it today, just we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he sold it for, I think, like more than $3 billion. He bought the team wow. for two. Two hundred eighty million, and Jeez. he sold for three billion. What a great! Uh, yeah. When did when did he buy? Do you remember when he bought? Two thousand. I should know. I think before two thousand. I think it might have been like the late nineties, if not late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's what a great investment a that man. was. That's a flip. That was like a net profit of three point one billion. Like wow, something like that. It was like he sold for like three point three billion or or three point four billion, um, but a net profit of three point one billion dollars wow that that's is, uh he's gonna pay some heavy taxes on that i imagine oh absolutely um it still retains ownership <clears throat> of of the team as well like mm. that's uh he's a crazy man yeah he uh, yeah i mean it's cool that he's like basically uh giving back some money um to to the people that actually make the organization yeah, successful <laughs> yeah but the people that are there every day um that's cool it. yeah it's like i remember who did, recently did something similar? I think it was Taylor Swift that, gave fifty yeah, million dollars in bonuses to, the whole tour to like the tour crew. Yeah. yeah, that's a baller move. Like, Big time. kudos to that. Um, that's you, a good chunk of change. No, yeah, Jenny doesn't like Taylor Swift, right? She, I mean, she doesn't 
Doesn't not like, like her, but she's like... not she's not a, a stan by any means. Yeah, you know? no, Sierra Sierra does enjoy her Taylor Swift. I enjoy. I I, enjoy I would it. love to go see Taylor I mean, Swift. Yeah, it's I would path. I mean, who's who's trying to see? A, <laughs> I'm not here a, to pay. Icon. I'm not kind of. I'm not trying to pay like a thousand dollars to see her. Yeah, you no, know? it was crazy. It was crazy expensive. I was like, you know, take one look at it. You're like, nah, I didn't even. Get, <laughs> I can't even get the free select. Yeah, get, you know, nothing. No oh man, Taylor Swift at the Sphere would be a baller show. That'd be. Yeah, they're looking to the Sphere's looking to make their money back it's just not big enough for her you know she's doing stadiums oh yeah i don't know how many people uh can fit in the sphere but it's definitely not anywhere state or an arena yeah so sphere uh seat count let's see what what do you how much how many seats do you think it can hold say like ten thousand it's eighteen thousand six hundred so it's about like an arena it's yeah, like, it's like an arena well, um, that's seats, and then uh, floor standing floor room is uh, um, an additional like fourteen hundred. So all in, you could pack in twenty thousand people there. Yeah, that's a good amount of that's, uh, amount of that's a good amount of people. Yeah, like Red Rocks is like, like one of the most popular outdoor venues, um, and that will fit, I think, nine thousand people. Um, Any memorable performances at, at Red Rocks? Yeah, I mean. Um, I saw, I've seen a, a handful of people there, but my favorite one was probably Kings of Leon. Yeah, so it's uh, 9,500 uh, is the capacity at Red Rocks. Um, that's a great, because it sounds amazing. You know, some places you go, a lot of shows I've seen at like Ball Arena, mm-hmm. uh, which is where the Nuggets play, the sound gets really like muddy um easily it's just not like a venue built and engineered around like acoustics yeah um one of the great things about the sphere was that there's like there's um speakers behind the video wall at almost er uh, um at every point so wherever you're sitting you're getting yeah so you're getting a really good sound um and uh yeah i thought the sound was pretty good there it wasn't it wasn't bad um it's just some weird things you need to like take into account you know when you're designing a place that's like a circle <laughs> it's I like sound at, at red rocks um amazing yeah because you have like I mean, yeah you have the way the mountain is like it's yeah perfectly yeah yeah you have two rocks on up. each side that are angled up um and you know it's on the side of a mountain so yeah. it's like I don't know. It's it's, so, it's such great acoustics there. The only way your voice is traveling is like directly up into mm-hmm. the crowd and everybody sitting in front of you. Mm-hmm. Now I definitely want to see a show at Red Rocks just because it's yeah, just because it's Red Rocks. Yeah, and there's like not a ceiling on top, so like I don't know. There's not a whole lot of places and surface area for the sound to bounce off, mm. and that that's really what fucks you up with sound is is uh, hard surfaces like here. Where we're recording in my basement at this bar. At the Lucky Duck. At the Lucky Duck. At the Lucky Duck. Um, it's, uh, if you had, uh, like, condenser mics, which are basically, uh, it's a different, we're, we're uh, speaking into dynamic mics, mics, but a condenser mic will pick up everything, like the reverb bounce, like my voice bouncing off the ceiling, off that wall. It'd pick, be picked up on your mic, and... Um, yeah, it's just like you got to think about those things when you are designing a place for people to enjoy sound yeah. mostly, you know. So, but um just to go back to Vegas, I think one of uh one of my favorite things to, that I would well, 
the one of the things I would recommend is go see a show. First off, it's like some of the best entertainment, like live entertainment, whether it's like a comedy show. There's tons of comedy shows there. There's tons of like Cirque, uh, Cirque Soleil mm-hmm. uh, so shows. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like weird um, acrobatic stuff. Um, there's a great company, uh, entertainment company called Spiegel World, which puts on these like very intimate circus uh, acts that are themed. Like one of the famous, one of the best shows in Vegas is called Absinthe. Okay. It's right outside. It's like the circus tent that's permanently installed at this point, right outside Caesars. Isn't that like a drink as well? Isn't that like Absinthe? A, yeah, it's yeah, a it's yeah, a, yeah. um it's a liqueur. It's a liqueur, yeah. yeah like so it's like death. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like high proof. I think it's like I don't know, fifty percent al- percent alcohol some 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 cases. They used to make it and Europe is pretty popular back in the Dizay. And they used to like claim it had um, like hallucinogenic properties. I know what it it. is because I remember uh, you seen you, the Netflix show. Uh, yes, the first season. Nah, well, if you continue on, there is like a little, a little fun time with absinthe. That oh yeah, they say they portray it like with a lot of like hallucinogenic yeah properties and yeah that it got outlawed. during prohibition here and i don't think they've ever loosened that restriction up so you can't necessarily buy the stuff it's like got wormwood in it i think is what causes the the effects uh there's a bottle back in in the back bar that has warm wormwood in it but it's i don't think it's yeah definitely of, not that strong yeah not that strong i don't like the taste of black licorice which mm-hmm. is what it tastes like okay it's like straight up black licorice yeah it's a no-go not it's for me dog yeah, no, no, no. I'm not even that big on on drinking in general. Just like <laughs> yeah, but a nice a nice taste in elderberry margarita though. That's yeah, that's different. I'm like a one to two cocktail. If I'm drinking and it's I don't drink during the week, but on the weekends, I'll have like one or two cock. If I'm if I decide okay, I want to have a, a drink, I'll have like one or two cocktails. It's like and, a concerted effort though. It's like I gotta like, I'm committing. It's like all right, I gotta yeah, I gotta get these drinks in. <laughs> I gotta do this. Like, I gotta yeah. at least have like one or two. Yeah, up, have a good time. Yeah, so the absence show it's like it's like in the round, so it's like a, a round stage, and then they're seating all around it, and they do these little mini acrobatic like circus acts, and it's all it's like a set, it's like a burlesque type of like sexy, and um, it's like music to it. It's just a good like the the way they've engineered it, and really it, they have like a story that goes a theme with it, and there's like a host, and he's got he's eccentric and. Um, uh, just it's really really cool. It's kind of expensive. I, uh, everything in Vegas is expensive. Have everything, yeah, everything, everything, yeah. Everything. It's like the Vegas tax or something. I don't get it, but yeah, drinks are expensive. Um, food is expensive. Entertainment, the lodging is expensive. And when you're there, you're just gonna pay it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's if you agree to go, that's you know you that's have to commitment. like sign up for that yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Now we've been pushing it for my parents, like make sure that they. Uh, like they go enjoy it, like mm-hmm. do as much as you can, like see it, and like yeah. Um, they never been, so they're super excited. They're yeah. super excited. I like to go. I go like I don't know three or four times a year because it's so close to where I, where I live. Mm. I can just hop on a plane in like an hour and a half. I'm there. Solid flight. And you know, it's like I can get. I've gotten flights for like thirty dollars round trip to Vegas. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, nah, it wasn't like the it wasn't like the best time. It wasn't like the <laughs> um like 
flight time in terms of like when you leave it was like i don't like know one night. in the morning yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh hey you know it's, it's not thirty dollars. Like <laughs> I think it was like Spirit Airlines too, which absolutely sucks. You're, you're like angled forward. Like yeah. You're like an acute angle. Well, they um, Spirit Airlines just uh, discontinued all their flights out of Denver. Well, they just like pull back, which everybody uh, when they like posted that, everybody was like, "Thank God, Thank God. <laughs> like, finally, don't you even suck. give me the option." Don't even. Frontier let me do sucks it. just as much. They suck just as much. We. Uh... We flew American on the way here, and then we're yeah. flying. Uh, we're flying United back tomorrow. Yeah, so not looking forward to that. But. United's probably my most preferred airline. I like Delta a lot too. They're pretty good. Southwest. Southwest is okay. You know what I don't love about Southwest is like the uncertainty of where you're going where you're to sit. sit. I hate yeah. that shit. Yeah, I hate that shit. Are yeah. we gonna sit next to? Yeah, so yeah. I, I could have like I could be like squeezed in uh-huh. like in the middle or have like a toddler sitting next to me. Like. Yeah, I think some of the worst plane rides I've ever had were on on front not Frontier uh, Southwest. Just from like a I don't know it w- it wasn't anything that they did. Mm. It was more like um, the situation I was in, you know, type of thing. Yeah. And so I think I just associate that airline with bad bad memories. <laughs> I just started I just started like enjoying my flights because. As you know, my motion sickness is uh is quite. I don't know if I ever. If, if no, you got motion. You yeah, got motion no, yeah, sickness Yeah, I got like bronchitis, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like. Is that. Is it where if you sit in the back of a car, you get really yeah, sick? Yeah, even then, yeah, like like I'm sitting in the back seat of a car and I'm like I look at my phone for like ten seconds. Yeah, like, I'm spinning. Automatically, like all right, I gotta like sit up. And, yeah, like, I get look nauseous. Forward. Yeah, I get nauseous like so. I'm easy. the same way. I I always have to like sit either in the front. Any of the front seats, obviously, like either dri- driving is the most optimum. No, always, always, always <laughs> the most preferred. Always be in control of the vehicle. Yeah, but no, no, it sucks. But we got like, uh, like these patches, like that, jasmine patches or something. No, they're called like, uh, uh, I don't even remember what they're called, but you place them in the back of your ear, mm-hmm. um, and they like soak the medicine in through your skin. And Does it actually work? Oh yeah, no, I really put it on for the cruise that we went on. Uh, yeah, um, couple couple months ago, and then the flight last week to here. Um, really? Yeah, and I was I was chilling because I, I mean, don't I've had, ever I've, have that issue on a plane. I've, I've never had, had some bad experience on a plane. Really? Like, yeah, I don't know it's been terrible. Like, I mean, was, I've had some bad turbulence on a plane, but I've never had where I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna puke. No, it sucked. I was really like like landing the plane, yeah. and I, and just. I started puking. It was terrible. I have puked on a plane. On, on Sierra, too. I puked on Sierra. Ew, that's so gross. Sierra. There's nothing worse. Actually, I will take it back. The flight I was on that was probably the worst flight I've ever been on wasn't on Southwest. I'm sorry, Southwest. Sorry, Southwest. Take even even though I, I still don't like your airline. Um, it was a Spirit flight. Give me my damn seat. <laughs> yeah, give me my damn seat. Um, it was a Spirit airline flight, and I was coming from Fort Lauderdale to Denver. It was like... After my honeymoon, and I think Florida State was playing Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. and I was at an airport uh, bar right next to the gate, and I was drinking some beers. I enjoying had like a Cuban Cuban sandwich. I was enjoying life. I didn't really even have that many drinks. I had like maybe two beers. Okay. And I get on the flight like an hour into this flight, which is like three and a half, four hours long. It's a long flight. I wo- I was like half asleep. And I wake up and like that's that feeling, it's like right Where here. It's like going up. And it's going up. And I'm like, oh no, yeah, I'm about oh, to uke. 
for some and maybe there was turbulence i don't really think there was so yeah i grabbed whatever i could and I grabbed like a little plastic cup filled that up Filled that up. oh i just went it went everywhere it was filled that up. yeah <laughs> filled it <laughs> um, to the brim <laughs> oh god it stunk so yeah, it bad it's terrible it's terrible no no no, no. but yeah. the worst part was i had to and i kept having to go back to puke in the in the bathroom, in the bathroom. I, I had yeah, yeah. i mean it, it turned out i had uh yeah like a a, a food uh born uh sickness thing yeah yeah no, and it, uh it's terrible I had to fly like three, two and a half, three more hours sitting in Just my like own dog. puke, yeah, basically. No, trust me, I know. Uh, the guy, Janie, was like so disgusted and the guy next to her in the aisle seat because i had the window seat was just like he moved <laughs> he, he was like, like let me get, let me instantly was gone he's like i'm not gonna deal with this no um, i've had similar experiences i had five really? guys yeah that was, five guys yeah, and five it messed guys. you up yeah right before flight Oof. and uh yeah that was a no-go we were flying from uh we flew from fort myers um to atlanta and then from atlanta to wow uh, like maryland um Dang. Yeah, no, that was terrible. So that every time, so you had to put the little patches on every time. At first, before I put the patches on, Sierra would like overdose me with Dremamine, and I would just uh-huh. like knock out for like the whole flight, and because like nausea. Yeah. And so I mean, it'd be Drowsy. good because like it, I mean, I just close my eyes and I wake up and we're there. Like, yeah. So at least it was it easy. Nice. Like you know, just uh, the the day would go by faster, but um, I would just be as- I would be asleep the entire day, and so. Um, but Dang. yeah, no, with the patches though, I mean it makes it makes someone who deals with motion sickness, uh, it makes it a lot, you know, a lot more tolerable. Um mm. so you, you could never be a pilot then. God, huh? no, no, no. I was telling you, like my friend who's who's uh starting pilot school, like he's talked about it. He's like, oh man, you're gonna hop on the plane. I'm just I'm scared shitless because like yeah. I'm not trying to get on the plane and 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 yak in the plane. Um, I don't love tiny planes. No, he's, it's a tiny, but it's a little. Not into it. Like I don't know. Like I don't know if I can do that. Like don't I don't love know. it. Don't like, love it's, that it's idea. It's a scary situation, man, because yeah. it's it's literally like four of us, five of us in the plane. Yeah, and and somebody no. I know too. Like you know, like I known this guy my whole life. So it's like, yeah, now you're flying a plane. Yeah, 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 <laughs> man. I've seen you drink too much where you're puking in the in the back alley of a Applebee's. And There's no way I'm getting <laughs> in the plane with you, dude. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, he's a good dude though. So I mean, I can't wait to get. Him. I, I mean, I might. Uh, I mean, by might, I mean I'm definitely gonna take that offer. Like, yeah, right. It's uh, it's good. Flying is expensive, so if you have a pilot friend uh, who can like help you fly for free, oh yeah, that's the move. Oh shit, that's uh, if you need an idea for like a honeymoon gift or a uh, honeymoon gift, or, like a <laughs> wedding gift. Yeah, yeah, just there you go. Fly somewhere. Little fly voucher. Yeah. Or just take me somewhere, let's go somewhere. Mm. Maybe like to the keys or something. Yeah. That'd be solid. I get really I, I get really nervous on planes when when they start to like get the turbul- turbulence thing oh, going hell on. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh man. I get all clammy and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is. I mean, it's like f- super safe to fly, but I still have that unreasonable voice in my back of my head Marley, going. Yeah, we're in this we're gonna big, crash. Yeah, we're in this big let's metal crash. hunk flying in yeah. the air at thousands of feet. Like, we're totally yeah. safe, yeah. Yeah, when I when I first started flying, because I I don't know, we never fly often. Though. That's the other thing. You fly very often. Often this past year, I mean, I think I flew like, I mean, on on United alone, it was like thirty six, thirty eight flights. That's but crazy. then I took like another dozen flights on other other airlines. But 
before when I moved out to Colorado, I hadn't really flown, but maybe once. I mean, our our family wasn't. We're, I'm one of six kids, so we weren't like flying everywhere when yeah. we traveled. Hell, it's expensive. We getting, drove. Everybody's getting the van. Yeah. Yeah, and so when I started flying uh, as an adult, um, I was still kind of like nervous about it. Um, but I don't know. If you watch and read about turbulence, um, and you actually like do your research. Um, a lot of what you're feeling is very minor. Like, even though it seems like you've seen the videos where like people are flying out yeah, of the seats, yeah, yeah. that's very rare. Like that almost never happens. It does happen. It does. It has, but like car crashes happen every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so if like you like kind of compare the risk of driving versus flying, it's like almost you're a no like, brainer yeah, that a it's safer. a lot safer. But, mm-hmm. but when you feel that sudden drop or like the, the, the Just shaking, a lot of people think like you're falling like 40 feet in the air, you know, like the plane's like dropping suddenly. And that's not the case. It's actually like less than four feet of like movement up mm-hmm. and down. And somebody explained it to me. I think there was a video I saw, um, even recently I saw, I think it was, uh, where she like had a cup of jello and she was like, I think she was an airline, uh, stewardess or mm-hmm. something like that. And so she goes, um, this is kind of like a good example. If you're afraid of turbulence or it scares you, if like flying frightens you, like this is this might put your mind at ease. And so she stuck a like a fuzzy ball of like I don't know like fuzz into the middle of her Jello cup, so where it was like suspended in the middle of the Jello. Yeah. And then she like took her spoon and banged the top of the Jello, and where it like jiggled, but the um, the fuzz like jiggled Barely but it moved. didn't it didn't move any closer in the jello to the top or the bottom yeah and he goes she's like this is kind of what turbulence is like because when you're in the air you you're you're flying through the air but um there's air on top and i'm on below basically and in such pressure that it um like it basically keeps the air the the, the keeping the air the, under you and the, yeah like so like the the plane doesn't just suddenly drop out of the sky, it 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 won't really move that much. Yeah, It'll moving at such a speed. And yeah, exactly. Like, and the air pressure at. up there is so intense that um like, I don't know. It's uh, and did you know that like the air outside of your plane's like negative sixty degrees? That's cold as shit. Up yeah, there. it's cold as so shit. So when you're flying and you're like nice and cozy and you're hugging up against the window and then the the glass is like kind of cold to touch. On the other side of that is like negative sixty degrees, Dang, like negative forty crazy. degrees. I was sleeping. I was sleeping on the way here, and I was just like, "Oh, I gotta move. I gotta move my chair back a little bit. I gotta get yeah. a little plastic." But damn, negative sixties. That's uh, yeah, it's super cold. That's very cold. That's yeah, very cold. In fact, a lot of airplanes don't have AC. Um, they just circulate the air from the ins from the outside to the inside and it's naturally super cold um so that's why a lot of times if you get on an airplane some of the older planes when they're sitting at the gate it's kind of hot inside Mm. it's because the the, and you're like man i wish they would turn on the ac they don't have ac you just gotta go (laughs) we're gonna go yeah um and what's also wild, I just thought of this, is like they all still have like the no smoking signs, mm. like uh, the icons. Yeah. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like it <laughs> would be the wildest thing ever to see somebody just light up a cigarette in the middle of the, of just, the cabin. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. I guess it happen, so. That happens in first class now, right? 
No, I'm playing. I'm nah, playing. yeah, exactly. <laughs> be, I actually did. Uh, somebody went on like the the overhead speaker. It was like one of the flight attendants, and they were like, "No vaping." Please stop it. Nobody yeah. wants. I to. have actually. I sat. Ne- I was in the middle seat once, and I sat next to a, a dude. Uh, and, uh, he was like, for the most of the flight, he was kind of like leaning up against the window. He had this, his like, uh, oversized hoodie or something like blanket or something that he was like hugging or grasping onto. And I saw him take out his vape pen <laughs> and like take out like a, a, a sneaky little hit. <laughs> and then he like blew the, into his like jacket. So like the smoke yeah, would like, would go the, into the clothes. Was, yeah, so it wouldn't like seep out, but some of it did seep out. And I was like, man, you're getting awfully close. <laughs> Cause they'll, they'll like ban you from flying. It was just for like hitting a vape. Yeah. It's like really, it's illegal. That's, yeah. Uh, it's like the FAA regulation law. And like, yeah, you'll, you'll get on a no fly list if they catch you smoking on an airplane. All over some blueberry raspberry vape. That <laughs> yeah. is, that's tough. His, man. Man, his mango, his mango ice. Yeah. Mango. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, thank God Jewel's not around anymore. That's so, that's such a weird story. How popular and how suddenly they just weren't selling them anymore that's because cigarettes are back baby <laughs> drunk cigs don't count drunk cigs don't count and cigarettes are back baby cigarettes you know are what's back. really popular nicotine will always be popular but the zins yeah, the zins uh, no i mean i've things. gotten offered i've gotten offered quite a few zins and I'm, every time i look at them like nah i don't know if i could do that yeah man. Like, that's a lot that's a big nicotine buzz yeah. like you're taking right to the right to your face mm-hmm. and it's like sitting up there it's like an overload of nicotine whoever's convincing you that that shit's not addictive is a asshole first <laughs> yeah. off because it's it super addictive yeah, no, nicotine absolutely. is extremely addictive well these people are doing zins and not uh dip anymore nobody really does actually i don't tobacco see, is yeah, so like gross tobacco the dip. tobacco dip yeah, yeah i always when when i saw somebody doing that i just got so grossed out Dude, like they had the little like bottle next oh, to the them constantly and they're like bottle. in high school like my freshman and sophomore year of high school that was like it was bad like it was like there was like dip in like the water fountains or like there yeah, it's so gross bottles, like everywhere on the ground well we went like, to we went to a high school where like that was the demographic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of like yeah. like self-proclaimed rednecks yeah, you know we're like you're not country at all but now nah, you go you wear camo yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yeah you post it on your instagram you're going mudding yeah no there was a lot of di- i mean people aren't doing too much at least i don't see i mean a lot of like you know like 50 40 year old dads are still mm-hmm. doing dip at the yeah. kids baseball tournament or something mm-hmm. like that you know mm-hmm. for the coaches but um if you ever want to get a girl Try dipping, Try and dipping. you won't ever get a girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's such a gross habit. I don't nah, know. Yeah. So I guess the yeah, the zins, they're like it's like tobacco Clean free, right? Or, I I think so. I'm pretty sure, but it's still like yeah. a crazy nicotine buzz. Oh and, yeah, and it's straight to your head. It's 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 strong. Like it's yeah. people are like. They call it like upper deck, and upper, lower decky. Deck. upper decky, upper yeah. decky, upper decky. Yeah, I love decky. the videos though. Yeah, They're yeah, so yeah. funny. No, it is. It's, yeah, it's the, the the midwest the Midwest accent is uh in the guys you're just, popping upper decky. Yeah, yeah. popping upper decky, yeah. Zimbabwe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, exactly. Those are funny. Yeah, no, no, that's that's crazy. But I, I've never done a Zen. That's that's uh. It's a lot of nicotine. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'll stay. I'll steer clear from 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 the zins. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My 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 dad struggles with uh, nicotine and tobacco addiction, and um, I see I see so I see how hard it is to quit mm-hmm. nicotine, and um, it's in a lot of cases uh, for a lot of people like impossible. Extreme, extreme. Like, I mean, it yeah, grabs when you, you. See, especially, I mean, at, at 
in Tallahassee where yeah. every every kid my age has has I'm not gonna, I'm not an angel and say I've never had right yeah before. we've all we've all everybody's uh, had some had nicotine, had but, some nicotine no uh, but it is it's it, the hold that it has on on mm-hmm. people and especially in college like it's yeah everybody has a vape and everybody's yeah. like fiending is like where is where's my vape yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like punching through the couch but now it's, it's it has a hold <laughs> it definitely has a hold on a lot of people and especially I mean still even the older population but I feel like the older population just just smoke cigarettes you know. Oh yeah. yeah, just go outside oh, and smoke yeah. a cigarette instead. I know a few people cigarettes who smoke cigarettes. Back. Yeah, <laughs> but not a lot of people in Denver smoke cigarettes. It's too damn cold. It's not. <laughs> it's too damn cold. That's to go true. Outside. I think a, a cigarette break is kind of an ordeal, I suppose. No, it's a big yeah. ordeal. I mean, dude, it's it is cold out here, man. Well, like, I I seek to go outside in Florida. Yeah, like back home, like every day, I like to you know go outside, get some sun. Mm-hmm. I stick my head out and like of the porch at sierra's house yeah and i'm just like oh that's nice like, yeah it's that's enough sun for today go back inside like, <laughs> can't imagine wanting like having a nicotine like like yeah during the winter time during the yeah. winter time that sucks man. not not so much yeah it really doesn't um yeah like summers here are pretty pretty mild uh there's only a few times where it'll dip above 100 um but yeah, during the winter time, it really it's it's a lot, a lot of the days here are sunny, so it like makes it tolerable. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing worse than being in Colorado in the shade when it's like forty degrees out because it makes it feel like it's like zero Freeze. degrees. Yeah, no, it's freezing. You need the sun. But if you're in the sun, forty degrees suddenly now is like oh, fifty five. No, it feels great. Yeah, yeah, it's like kissing out. your skin, yeah. your skin, and you're just like, ah, this is nice. But yeah, and then instantly, like you step in the shade, you're like. Where am I? This is a completely different place. I it's so worn weird. Shorts in days. It sucks. Actually, I wore gym, <laughs> I wore gym shorts to work out, but then, like, I step outside, I'm like I'm freezing. For me, I'm I have freezing. such white legs. Like, if you saw my legs, how white they are, you'd be like, I'm blind. <laughs> so f- this is perfect for me because I get to hide my legs all all season long. Man, so it's kind of nice. Sun. I need the sun. I mean, growing up yeah. in Florida, I'm just so used to like being out in the sun and just mm-hmm. like out of nowhere. Like at least like having like a Florida winter. Because mm. if 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 anybody listening has never had a Florida winter, then I highly suggest it because it's Florida winter. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's the sun basically. It's basically still summer. Yeah, except for like a week or two. Yeah, and um, then during the summer, I don't. I hate Florida summers. That's Florida summers the, suck. They do it's, suck. I would I would take a Colorado winter over a Florida summer, hands down. That's a hot 100 take. Times I think that's a over. hot take. That's a it's hot Florida take. summer. Florida in Ju- in late June absolutely sucks. Yeah, late June sucks. It's yeah. like the worst. I you're, um, you're on a family trip in Universal when you I, have like the worst like <laughs> I went to a wedding in June in Florida nah, down in, in Southwest Florida and I, I swore I would never come back to Florida. <laughs> I was like I don't care who lives here, by mom, by dad. I'm not I'm never going back. No, there's no It was that thing. I was that miserable. It was absolutely we were wearing pants. I was wearing shorts for sure. Okay, yeah, hundred. I was wearing. Well, you know what? For the wedding, I was wearing pants. Nah, I take nah, that nah, back. I would not do that to somebody. Yeah, I, I, like I would not do that. I would not plan. I would not live oh my in Florida God. my whole life and then plan for a mm-hmm. a summer Florida wedding. Yeah, that's like the you hate you hate the guests. Like yeah, you're not getting any good gifts. Everybody. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, if it wasn't a family member, I would have not gone. <laughs> Or at least now I know. I don't. I don't know. It was like a lot worse than I thought. Than I remember because I grew up in Florida, so I would know. I should know. That's how bad it was. But I guess living out here 
for the last 10 years. In May, it's going to be 10 years that I've been here. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Doesn't it feel... Actually, maybe it does feel like, like 10 years. I don't know. But living here... And then going back, I think you, I think you forget a little bit. Oh, I, you know? absolutely. I mean, at least being there and then coming here, I quickly remembered how much, <laughs> how much sun there is yeah. in Florida. And it's just like how hot it is. Yeah, all it's the time. Hot. At least not in Tallahassee, because I mean, we spend most of the year in Tallahassee um, for school. But I mean, up Tallahassee. I mean, there's you know, there's seasons up there. There's 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 fall. We get to see the leaves change and the leaves yeah come off. Um, but uh, Tallahassee. I spent my first summer in Tallahassee, and it was a it was a ghost town. But yep, hot as shit though. Yeah, it was, it was it was nice. It really is a strange place because it does it does rely a lot on the university for its economic the big um, time. support. Big time. Yeah. Do you miss Tallahassee at all? Yeah, I do. I like I. You know what? One of the things that I loved about Tallahassee were the trees. I'm the a trees big, are beautiful. Big. I'm a big tree fan. Trees are um, beautiful. Taking a nice walk in. Uh, yeah, at least like some park or the cover where it canvases over the roads and yeah. everything. And yeah, um, that's one of the reasons why I chose to go to Florida State when I was like figuring out where I wanted to go to school. Mm-hmm. Was um, it was so different from what I was used to. Yeah, because it, as soon as you get as soon as you turn that I ten to to seventy uh, five, uh, and you like make that turn, everything yeah. south of that is like Flo- what I know is Florida, Florida, Florida. which is, is like, like swamp yeah. and you know Mediterranean style Spanish homes <laughs> everywhere, tile, Su- Spanish suburbs tile everywhere, suburbs t- Spanish for tile. for miles, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then Miami, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like Miami down there. Uh, which is this whole other country, basically. A whole other, a whole other part of the state. Um, and but once, yeah, Tallahassee and above, um, and I like Georgia, like Southern Georgia, uh, up and I mean, all of Georgia is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like uh, you get a lot of that tree coverage, and then in North Georgia, you get like the rolling mount, the the Blue Ridge Mountains, which are like gorgeous. Yeah. Um, not as like mountainous as like what you or rocky as you as you would see out here, but it still has its own like charm to it. But yeah, I I went up there. I I I toured a bunch of colleges down in Florida. I went up there and I was like, yeah, this is where I want to be. Absolutely. It was, and I was also ready for like a change of scenery no, too. Yeah, same. In, in that part point in my life, um, and so it it just clicked as soon as I got out of the car. There, it felt right. It's one of those moments where. It feels right and it's it undeniable. Right. Yeah, it feels right. And you're like, if I don't do this, I feel like I'm making a major mistake. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I think moving to Tallahassee is definitely one of the the best things that that could probably ever happen to me. Because mm-hmm. um, I did, out of all the schools I applied to uh, at the end of my senior year of high school, um, the only one that denied me was Florida State. And then, oh yeah. And so I didn't have like any like animosity towards it, or I wasn't like I didn't. I mean, it's just whatever you get denied it happens yeah like, but then uh went to go visit sierra and then went on around all around town campus and then uh we ended at the stadium and mm. it was like eight o'clock it was like a nice fall night like it was perfect weather you know because you know nights over there you know like the weather in tallahassee is really good i would say sometimes yeah. just like you know for, for nice. night times um and i'm standing there and i'm looking at like at the stadium and it's empty and i'm just like this is this is cool. Like, yeah, I just I feel like I, I want to do this. I want to be part of something that's big because I was yep. going to FGCU, um, mm-hmm. you know, 
go Eagles. But uh, <laughs> sadly, you know, I uh, was there for like a year and a half, and it just felt like uh, felt like another felt like I was still in high school, basically, because mm-hmm. like the campus wasn't all that much bigger than than our high school. Yeah, that we went to. Yeah, it's um, pretty small. Pretty small. And you still you were still living at home too, living right? At home, so yeah, just like driving. There's no difference between that and high school, and, and absolutely. Yeah, and so sense. I was just like doing the same commute. I felt like you know, like that that episode of SpongeBob where you're like Squidward is going through like yeah. just straight face where he's like driving, showering. <laughs> yeah, like, I was the doing montage, that. Yeah, yeah, the montage. I was doing that oh. like Monday through Friday, working mm. like another like uh, another nine to five in between. Mm. Um, I, I just felt like. Dude, I was like, I was waking up at like six to make it to my like seven a.m. bio class mm. that I had like three days a week, and I was like on these drives on I seventy five because it's like a, from the estates to FGCU is like a forty five minute drive, yeah, easily like mm-hmm. with traffic included, like forty five minutes. Yeah. Maybe there's no accidents. And I was just like, this is boring. Yeah, like, this is just boring. Like I'm not having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tallahassee ended up being. Uh, a great choice to to move to and experience mm-hmm. like college so yeah. super ready to eventually graduate this semester was your too. first year uh during covid or My, was that it your... was uh, so i took i graduated 2019 of, okay. of may high school mm-hmm. and i took a gap semester and i started um my first semester of college uh january 2020 so then oh, yeah. that summer is when I was taking summer classes. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least, no, that happened. Like, that was March, right? March, was of, March, 2020. March of 2020. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like the first half of my first semester in college. Um, wow. Ended up starting it all online. But I, at least that um, going back to FGCU, like after, uh, so like fall 2020, mm-hmm. we were already back in the class. Yeah. Like, we were already doing like um, like the hybrid uh, in yeah. person and, and online. Um so, and at least like with FGCU, it's a lot smaller of a of classrooms and a lot smaller of a college anyway. So it didn't really feel all too different than if it was like, you know, a hundred percent like capacity because the classrooms yeah. are in general just a lot smaller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that first my first semesters of my first couple semesters of college was through COVID. So that was a yeah, a weird. unique experience to say the least. And then when you went off to FSU, you're like, oh, this is like college in, this the, is, in the movies yeah, yeah this is college like, yeah no, this is college like, <laughs> this, this is like is, legit brick uh buildings yeah, towering yeah. above you that's with, what it was like the brick yeah. building the brick uh-huh. like all around like you know like the the ground all the buildings mm-hmm. everywhere all the history mm-hmm. um and when you look a part of that when you look at that and you're just like i want to be a part of that i want to be a part of the history like yeah. i want to like like this is historic and i want to be somewhere that's been around since the 1800s like yeah. that's it's pretty cool to say yeah and then everything since it's such a big university too it's like what forty thousand active students on campus yeah Yeah. so so you're surrounded by everybody more or less your age yeah and so the whole city yeah basically yeah the whole i mean there's like the capital there and you have like you know uh legislation there for part of the year and stuff but like but where you're at and where you're living and like the things that you're doing and yeah, going you places with. you're going, it's all just like, you know, people in their early twenties, yeah. basically all, tr- all trying to do the same thing. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's hungry. Everyone's, mm-hmm. everyone's hungry, like to like hustle and everyone's hungry in general. Cause we're all like 
college kids in general and broke. Yeah. Uh, but like so you got to see for for florida state specifically you got to see the bad the low points yeah. of fsu yeah, football and we then did. some and some the, high point the best man that was yeah. what a come up that was that was uh um it's funny enough i don't know i feel like i feel like lebron like talking about like i called it like years ago but i remember mm-hmm. my first game like, I, I, sitting at our first game um sierra and i were sitting next to each other and i was like it wouldn't be awesome like for eventually while we're here we get to like be Dude, good be, crazy, <laughs> be good and like have like a crazy run towards yeah. like a national championship mm-hmm. and and like you know and and be extremely good um and then this year was was the year for it you know minus yeah. the national championship but yeah um just that like that experience of mm-hmm. of kicking ass and taking mm-hmm. names every single weekend um was was awesome that made yeah. the college experience like that movie college experience of like you know rooting for your football team yeah and just like yeah uh, like that made it like mm-hmm. like cherry on top especially you know senior year um eventually um tying a bow on 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 college is like the yeah. football team's always a, a cherry <laughs> on top yeah this year was it was especially interesting compared to like when I went to school that and we were dominant when, when Jameis was there, right? Yeah. When we won that's, the national championship, better, yeah. that was my senior year. Um, when they won, when they won. That's, yeah. That's, and that's so right. what for me, like going to the games were awesome, but we were blowing our opponents out mm. by like 30 plus points of, of, mar- of yeah, it wasn't margin. Yeah. It was like, we, I think we had a couple games where like 60, we put up 60 points and mm-hmm. they had like, 12 no, <laughs> or like yeah, 20 points yeah, yeah. The, like this season it was like really close Absolutely. very Second close competitive games Second yeah half team it's coming every, back every yeah. every single game was like a comeback you know it was awesome yeah. um yeah. one of my favorite games actually we got to watch was we didn't even get to watch it like in person but it was um last year's uh uf game um, oh yeah that was a good one that was it, it was thanksgiving it's always the day after thanksgiving mm. um so like day after we drive up from Naples to Tallahassee on I seventy five the whole way is just like FSU car after you, you yeah. see them it has like their bumper plates and everybody's like windows down and like mm-hmm. everyone's on the way there, um, but we didn't even get to like watch the game like in the stadium we, it was so crowded and it was so packed that wow we got like mushed out we were like stuck in between. Did you have tickets? Yeah, no, we had tickets, but they oversold and the people oh, like sneaking no. in because it was like because actually got to see the difference between like when you're extremely competitive uh, and yeah. really good mm-hmm. um, versus uh, like when you're not. Mm-hmm. The level of security is very different. Like yeah. there is like it's yeah. very different. Like this yeah. year we had like metal detectors and there'd wow. be like an actual organized line uh-huh. that you would walk through and 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 cops and everything. But like last year, it was literally like someone me standing at the front gate like scanning <laughs> tickets. And if somebody runs past me, I'm yeah. not. I don't get paid enough to fucking chase somebody. Yeah, and to go get them. So the kids were just running in everywhere. Wow. But we got to see like we got to see like the the ugly side of like you know sports and yeah. you know, fandom like you know with you mm-hmm. know, fighting and everything um that was that was like the it sticks out for me because it was just like this is like some crazy shit like, yeah like college football is like some crazy competitive mm-hmm. like barbaric <laughs> shit like this is fun you know like this is yeah like, this is it so obviously the big uh disappointment of the season was jordan travis breaking his ankle that was uh was, were you at the game yeah, i was at the game yeah really well, i got and i saw it too like you no see shit it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like wow. you got to like first like it happened and then the 
the the oh shit like collectively rose up because uh, we were like pretty high up in the yeah stands. yeah yeah so like and you didn't know what was happening at first, at first when I mean, it happened because he looked like he just slid but he was laying there and like you could see his leg and then the replay and the replay happened and then the oh shits traveled up, oh no up the stands and yeah it was just like oh my god oh shit oh shit and then you look up and they showed it one time and then like, everybody was, knew everyone knew it was game terrible. over no it was game terrible. over it was terrible terrible yeah, it was how like, are the how are the vibes after that everyone's drunk went away everyone like sobered sobered up, up everyone yeah. sobered up it's just like yo like this is like that would like this is it like, yeah this is it but shout out to jordan travers because he was uh he definitely got to and it, the coolest thing was about this whole run was like watching a, a player like grow mm-hmm. like all throughout all these years um his, I remember this first year playing with us. Um, I hadn't transferred up here, but Sierra was already at um, at FSU, um, and just like watching somebody grow and just like get to that point in their career where they're you know in Heisman conversations, um, and seeing that, and we got to see a team that grew, you know, partially internally, but as well as like some additions from you know the transfer portal and whatnot. Um, but that it it would have it would have felt great to finish the year with with him obviously but like so losing out on his performance and his availability was definitely a a kick to the face but uh yeah it happens but i got to see like a lot of the the stuff that happens like behind the scenes at least like with the football team oh yeah um and like the kind of like the because you're you're uh well explain what you like been interning so for. i am an intern with the strength and conditioning staff at fsu um i intern with um, a whole bunch of teams mm-hmm. um working as a performance coach um so basically basically it is like uh so currently i'm interning at the position so eventually get the position mm-hmm. um but it's the coach that involves uh that's involved with like the maintenance of the players mm-hmm. um uh, creating like their exercise programs and prescriptions um, and kind of just keeping them healthy and ready and consistent all year. Mm. Um, and then giving them plans to work out with like in the off season um, and just like the daily care and maintenance of, of the mm. athletes and just like working along with the coaching staff um, to prepare them for, for like optimal performance and whatnot. Right. So I got to see a lot of uh, what happens like behind the scenes, um, just like the level of commitment between like everybody, like all the mm-hmm. coaches, all the players, um, just like the single, the single focus and like the single goal mm-hmm. of the team mm-hmm. stayed consistent throughout the entire year. Like you could feel the energy. Yeah. Like when we came in here, it was like, it's to work. We came in here like to, to do business. I didn't get to work with the football team. Um, because obviously they're very, very, very selective. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, and that's that's like a that's something that's held like just for. Um, I don't think they even have like any interns or any graduate assistants right. that that work there because it's. I mean, it's Division One football. Yeah, this they is, have they have like top tier professionals yeah, working that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've I've been surrounded by a lot of the coaches. Um, sure. And a lot of them have a lot of pedigree in working in. Uh, their professional environments, or other, or mm-hmm. they were professional players back in the day, and mm-hmm. um, they're they're coaching now. But seeing that, it's just like, like this is yeah, it's cool. It's cool. One is cool, and it's, it's serious. And uh, but it's probably the coolest experience I've had. And also, when I say that going to Tallahassee was the best thing for me, or the best decision that I could have made, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely like, yeah, number one reason why I'm I get to work with Florida State. Yeah, like. 
yeah i'm in the gyms i got to work out in there i got to work out in the football gym that's cool yeah like yeah uh, that you don't, you don't How nice is it in there? Dude, it's awesome. Yeah? yeah. It's, uh, is it like, some of the nicest gyms you've, you've been in? That's the nicest gym I've really? been in. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, they have the nicest equipment, nicest, uh, like, at least, like, just, like, visually. Yeah. Like, that is, like, like this is badass. Like, the branding like, on the, the walls branding and on the stuff, wall, the, the ceiling, lights, yeah, yeah, everything, the yeah. surround sound, like, the music. Yep. The technology that they use, like, to test the athletes. Yep. Um, at least, like, just, uh, like, to, you know, have like data like measurable data yeah 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 um like it's it's off the it's, charts it's sick. It's yeah sick. It's well, i like, guess you would have you would want to make it as state-of-the-art to like re- yeah for recruiting right you like for, yeah, you bring 100%. in the, the the potential recruits and then you're like hey this is where you're gonna be working out yeah, like yeah, how yeah. sick is this yeah, yeah this is um like they they take everything that they do there in terms of performance extremely mm-hmm. extremely seriously yeah. um at least like the care and the maintenance of these players um just like the medical staff that I got also gotten to to work with and mm-hmm. um, and just like observe when they're when they're doing things or taking care of, of the players, um, it's I, I got to I got to like I was walking by it was like one of my last days there this past semester and got to see uh, the uh, like the recruitment process like mm-hmm. I, I walked in on a whole like recruiting uh, like uh, um, like episode yeah Yeah, like there were just like all these kids in there like impossible uh like signees and whatnot Mm -hmm. it's just like like this is like what am i doing right now that's cool yeah this is this is crazy but i do work with a lot of the other teams um my favorite team to work with definitely the soccer team that was um women's or men's women so we don't have a men's soccer team the Um, women's team is so fucking good women's team went undefeated and national champions uh this past year um uh, they are a a group of very strong-minded and very passionate individuals um, who take their sport and their their practice like very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, being in that environment was probably the closest thing to a professional like sports team right. that there is. At least like from from what coaches who work there like mm-hmm. have told me, like like our you know our soccer team is the closest thing to a professional team that there is in college sports. Oh wow! Like in terms, at least like at least in soccer, at least in women's soccer, right? This is the closest thing that you're going to get to professional, like professional sports. Wow. Like this is like the level of care, maintenance, mm-hmm. and just overall like um, like like focus that there is mm-hmm. um, between each one of these players is off. The, it's it's off the wall. And they've like, won. I think it's the uh, the last four years, three three national they, titles, I right? That's like five or six they won the last three yeah, national titles. that's crazy they were in the semis uh, yeah. last year I, so the, the 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 best part of it for me was i got to join um i joined i did a lot more uh interning with them last semester mm-hmm. um and that's like their true off season um they came off a loss in the national championship um mm-hmm. and so i got to start working with them right after that like a couple weeks right after that oh, yeah. um then last january and seeing them from the point of like all right like what do we need to do better now like how do we get better from here after taking this loss um and bringing in like all these players like seeing them a year later make it back to the mountaintop yeah and be undefeated and 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 reclaim their spot as champions like like that was like some of the coolest stuff i've ever seen yeah um i didn't get to work with i didn't get to work with them as much this past semester i was more like um like floating around like they're in the gym i'm gonna Mm. i'm gonna be there like if i know they're gonna be there i'm gonna go and in turn show face and Mm -hmm. and and uh and 
shake some hands yeah. and just like talk. Um, but coolest thing, like it, it's just like being a part of that. Like, yeah. And the fact that at least one of them knows my name. Yeah, like it was the coolest thing. <laughs> at least, like, at least when you get to a point, like, you realize that, like, all of these players, you know, they're all everyone's human. Like, they're all mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everyone's a, a student or, or or just a young adult, same age as, as me, or uh, and they're just figuring this out as they go as well. But yeah. when you see them do superhuman things like, yeah and they're performing the, all, at that all of those all of those players could kick my ass yeah no like they're like, insane like, they're like, like insanely 10 strong. out of time yeah, yeah, 10 yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> lugging, I'm lugging all these weights around that they have to carry and i'm just like picking this shit up and it's like god yeah. dang like, this is, like yo you're strong like yeah. these people are strong but um, on top of that like the so the soccer team is the one i i, I enjoy like the probably the most or at least in terms of just like being a part of um i got a lot of hands-on experience working with uh, track team, um, track and field teams at FSU. Yeah. Um, baseball as well. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, cheer, dance. Like it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's for me as like, a, I'm a sports junkie. So like being surrounded by athletes and being in the gym all day. Yeah. And just, especially at a school that has such high prestige yeah. in sports. Yeah. yeah. You Big know, Florida, Florida State's, you know, top 10 school to go play sports yeah, at. Absolutely. Know, just about any of the baseball is major, yeah, major, 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 at, major. At FSU. We had obviously a down year football, last year, but, but you know, there are, they're going to be bouncing <laughs> yeah. back hopefully this year. Yeah. And ba- basketball, uh, basketball, they're, they're, they're decent. They're not, they're decent. They're not a top 10 team, but, uh, but the other day you go to Florida State, you know it's yeah. produced a lot a lot a lot a lot of nba talent mm-hmm. um it's it, they they also are are um like it's it's amazing mm-hmm. like just like just like the, the focus that there is for athletics on the yeah. campus i i mean of course academically fsu like stands very highly amongst uh, it's like um it's competition across like the country but yeah. athletically as well it's they maintain both yeah, um, at least in terms of like just how elite they are in mm-hmm. both academics and in sports, um, but it's all. I mean, it, yeah. I, I'm waking up every day like early as hell in the morning, get to the gym, set up, and staying super late in the evening, and mm-hmm. and and closing up the gyms. But it's 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 hard work, but it's 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 yeah. awesome. It's awesome. I think it was my senior year. I uh, I I um, got a job for the marketing. For the women's basketball marketing department okay. uh, at FSU, you're doing social media or social media graphics and stuff. So I, they would be like, "Hey, we're, um, you know, I got access to all the photo shoots that they would do with the players, and they would like in their recruiting, they would uh, like, say, hey, take this." play this high school player and like put them on this ground on yeah, this yeah signing. like to make make yeah. them look like they're you know like they're a knoll yeah, basically yeah. you know and like i had to do all these like photoshop things for them and that was pretty cool it, it got me like interested in um in sports uh like of sports the media. graphics media yeah. yeah um and then i ended up getting a internship with um this gentleman named elton patterson he used to play for the eagles and the um and the bengals i think uh and um 
yeah, he was doing like agency work. Mm-hmm. So he would sign players and then uh, become their agent and when they get into the NFL. So I did a lot of social media work for him, did a cool. lot of website, brochure stuff. And so my roommate does the same with, um, he does the social media with mm-hmm. uh, women's basketball, mm-hmm. uh, did it with women's soccer, and uh, did yeah. uh, like media and whatnot for, uh, for football. As well. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, he's a he. He works. I he busted ass. Oh yeah, it, it was a lot of work, but work. I liked I liked it. And it, it it definitely it helped me get the job out of out of college because I had a a good um, I don't know uh, group of work that kind of surrounded sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy that hired me um, out of college uh, was a was kind of like a sports fan, like a football fan. So he mm-hmm. saw that, and I think that kind of like connected yeah. us on some uh, interesting level. Uh, but after I got that job um, with the marketing department at FSU, uh, women's basketball, I then started interning for the recreation department, Yeah, their marketing team mm-hmm. as well. And so like... I feel like he's done. He's done that exact same thing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's like a natural progression yeah, a of progression. like <laughs> like you end up here at the end. You're taking of it. pictures for everybody. And yeah, you're editing everything. Yeah, so I did that for a little while, and that was that was I, I liked the basketball thing uh, better than that gig, but um, it was cool to see like I don't know the different facets of of like what goes on behind the scenes yeah. on some of these organizations, but like like kind of like what you're explaining. Mm. Um, so you uh, this is like what you kind of want to do, yeah, uh, professionally, right? Is, yeah, is sports uh, sports it's, uh, athletic strength, training, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, strength so training, more so uh, like performance coaching, yeah. Um, so the main goal is to eventually work in some sort of professional environment. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, hunt, the top main goal is basketball. That's like, that's the sport I want to be involved with. Um, but really, anywhere that I get opportunity, um, yeah, I'm hoping to continue my studies at uh, Florida State um, for your master's, for master's degree and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, um, and uh, obtain a, a graduate assistant position over there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I would. Is that like another two years another or so? Two years, yeah. yeah. You would get assigned a team, and then you would. Oh, okay. Um, so you would be the the strength mm-hmm. coach for that team, and then mm-hmm. you would, you know, program and do. Everything. You basically have like autonomy and yeah. and how you want to coach them and how you want to program them and mm-hmm. um and. So I'm guessing what, you're interning right now for with a graduate student. Then. I mean, yeah, I intern with a graduate student yeah. and with like with a coach. Okay, well. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's with a whole bunch of teams. Um, mm-hmm. um so like, um just depends who you get put with and who you get selected with. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm hoping for that position like yeah. big time, like really, really much so. Um, just for, just for the opportunity that it would bring, um, just mm-hmm. to work with a group of athletes and, 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 and train them and, uh, and be a part of something and have a hand in, in winning, like, you know, be a part of winning in some sort of way and impact winning yeah. in some sort of way. Yeah, you're a winner. Um, you like to win, I like don't to you? Win. <laughs> I like to win. Then I, why are you a Heat fan? Oh. Oh, just kidding. Uh, I had to do it. Right. I, I had, had to, to throw it, it out there. I'm a Nuggets it. fan. I had to do it. Had I'm, a, do I'm it. a Heat fan, too. I like, I like watching I mean, the Heat. from South Florida. So I'm yeah, exactly. Rep him a little when bit. LeBron was, was playing for the Heat, I was a big fan of the Heat. Oh, of I loved to watch them play. Of course. I mean, I was a LeBron fan just in general. I loved to watch. Who is Anytime he comes in the town, I... You know, I'd try to see what I can grab. The main goal is eventually I get to work out with LeBron. That's it. <laughs> I get <laughs> to train LeBron. But, yeah, but things that like uh, that LeBron like like cares for at least in like the sense of like taking care like for like that contributes to his longevity, like taking yeah. care of his body and whatnot, like that exact thing. I want to mm-hmm. be the I want to be 
the reason for somebody yeah. else's success in that in that field. Um, and he's he's going to be playing with the Lakers until his son gets uh, drafted, right? He go, might be going somewhere else. Depends on where his son gets drafted. He could. Oh he yeah, because that's that's his main that's he his retirement play, goal, yeah, right? He wants to play with his son. I mean, yeah, and then he's out. Hey, that, yeah. that's. That at forty years old, and you get to play with your son, and you're still it's pretty sweet. You're still playing like LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. But Imagine if your son comes in and just like completely overshadows him. Oh no, overshadows him. It shits the bed. Like gets benched the second game, tears his ACL yeah, or something. Yeah, no, that would suck. Wow, that would absolutely suck. But yeah, being a part of that and being a part of like of somebody's success like that. Yeah, is definitely the is is what motivates me to to like be in the field. Um, mm-hmm. As like, as, and when you grow up like playing sports all your life, and then and you got to find at least for me, I want to find a way to still be involved in sports and still have a hand in in competition. You know, like I want to be. I, I I like to shit talk. I like to. I, I like the the competitive. Uh, you like, like being competitive. competitive. Yeah. I love being competitive. Yeah. And so that that that's this is my way in. Like personally, it's just like I want to be a part of, and I love being part of a team too. I like I like working mm-hmm. with people and. And that camaraderie and uh, the the hurrah that you get yeah. from being in a team. Yeah, yeah. There is something special that happens when you're in that like that group environment. I mm-hmm. think I think it's something like biological. Even. Yeah, no, especially no. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, the connection that you that you build on like a deeper level. That's like that's that's more than just like about um, what you say. It's more like like the unspoken communication. Like mm-hmm. when you get to a certain point of working with a team that like you just you know that person. And, mm-hmm. and and you know their tendencies and you know like um how to put them in a position of success um mm-hmm. just being a part of that and doing that um and helping somebody else succeed uh that's it feels good to help someone else do good as as well because i've, mm-hmm. I've kind of learned that um just like working like with a certain athlete that i'm thinking of like mm-hmm. helping them progress um then from when we first started working together like you know they would walk in and not be enjoying what they're doing and then it's gotten to a point where now at the end of the semester they're kicking ass and they they feel good about themselves so making somebody else feel good about themselves feels good yeah and you like that rewarding yeah factor that reward feeling just yeah. like you know like i help somebody i help somebody help somebody like i help somebody mm. you know help themselves like, yeah and so that that feels good and so i just i like to to hold on to that feeling and mm. and and push that and and push and push it out of somebody else too because a lot of people, they don't know what, how much they're capable of. Because sometimes a lot of people put limitations on themselves. Mm. So pushing people past those boundaries and yeah, and like and getting to a place of where they want to be instead of just like, you know, keeping them in their in their space of of, of being comfortable. Yeah, because when they when they finally get to that point and they're celebrating, you're also feeling you're also sharing that celebration yeah, yeah. with them. It's like yo, like you did that, and I hope you do that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So. That's really cool. I, there's like. There's few there's there's a lot of jobs like that but I feel like um there like in the grand scheme of, of professional like uh, careers there's not many mm-hmm. you know like I, I some that come to mind teaching right um uh what you do anything that just helps like nursing yeah. or like anything that's like you're helping other people yeah like that that is that is like all the reward in itself mm-hmm. is like I don't know I. I, I empathize with that. I, I, I love that idea. And I wish I had more of that in my career. Well, I mean, the thing is, it depends um, but, on your career. It's a lot more like it's for yourself because it depends mm-hmm. on what you do. Because a lot of like, I guess like what we're pushed 
to do, um, at least like in this like day and age for, for work and for success is how to get like the most out of yourself and kind of like how do I put myself in the best position to succeed. But if the way I look at it is like if I can put somebody else in their best position to succeed in some sort of, in some sort of way, that'll help me too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be a part of that. But, um, rising push. tide lifts all boats. Yeah. Yeah. And there we go. And, yeah. and I'm like the, it's not about the size of the wave. It's the motion of the ocean. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's something else, but yeah, I think the, I think we get the sentiment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but that, that's definitely the, the thing that I, you know, that I, uh, I push for, I enjoy. I, I found that I've, I've, I've walked out of the gym sometimes. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I may be exhausted. I may have barely slept last night, but yeah. they walked out of there feeling good about themselves. There and you go. I helped do that. So um, it's, it's, it's a rewarding experience. And on top of that, just working with some elite, yeah, it's like that was what I was gonna say. Is you get to work with like you know some really talented people, and that I've must be super with, cool. Uh, Olympians mm-hmm. like that that are are world are like world champions like mm-hmm. in their sport, um, and I didn't even I got to a point where I was I was working out with a certain individual, and I asked the coach, I was like, this person's like crazy good. Like in the weight room, like what they were doing, I was like, they're yeah. really strong, or at least they're really fast at doing this certain thing. And the coach like chuckled at me, and he was like, "Do you have a favor and like look them up on, <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, yeah, on, when you get home, <laughs> and and just and just take a look." And I was like taken away. I was just like, these these people are are insane. Like yeah. they're uh, you're I'm, in the presence of greatness. I'm in the presence of greatness and Olympians yeah. and people that are dominating on the world stage. And when you think about it, you put yourself, you take a step, you know, a little outer body experience. You think about it, it's like, I'm helping somebody be yeah. an Olympian. Like, yeah. it's like, what am I doing? It's like, that's probably the thing I ask myself the most every single day is like, like, holy shit, like, what am I doing right now? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm standing on, on the sideline of, of a field sitting on the bench with the team right now during an exhibition game. Like, like who, like, like, what, like, like, this is insane. This is like what, uh, like what I would dream of as a kid like yeah. just being around that. Uh, so it's, that's cool. It's, 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 it's awesome that you're given this opportunity to be so close to the action. Yeah. Um, and get to, uh, sharpen your skills because that's, you know, that's where your trajectory of your career is headed. Absolutely. So, no, um, it's, it's, uh, it's been a joy. It's been a joy. Hoping to continue it though. I'm not talking like it's over. Yeah, hoping, no. Uh, yeah. Hoping you to got continue. a long way to go, brother. To go. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm just getting. I'm just you know, you know, stepping into this into this ocean, and it's. I feel like there's like so much more. Yeah, I got to learn about and got to know, um, but that hopefully will lead me to a position and working in a professional team, professional uh, atmosphere. Um, if not, you know, I'll be. Coaching at Palmetto Ridge High School. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm no. excited for you, man. I'm 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 eager to to tune in to hear and uh, follow your story as you, you kind of make your way and, and find um, find the the right space uh, for your career. There's when so I'm many working, different places you can go to do what you want to do. And when I'm working for the Denver Nuggets, yeah, when you're working for the Denver or the you know the Heat, you know, heat, no, well, you 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 ran into Birdman the other day, so maybe Birdman. I did run into Birdman. The other maybe day. maybe yeah, you'll uh, be like, hey man, you got some connections. Yeah, <laughs> I did run into Birdman, and 
He's got connections with the Nuggets and the Heat. Yeah, no, I got to hit him up. That's not a coincidence, though. That's not a coincidence. It's crazy. No, just... Man, that's a big dude, though. Yeah, he's, he's a big a, dude. He's a big dude. He's, he's, a, a big he's dude. intimidating. No, I was <laughs> just sure. I was unsure of it, and then like he's like looked down, look at his calves, and I was like, "Those are birds." Yeah, <laughs> those, are, those are all birds. It's tattooed. very specific tattoos. These are very specific mm. tattoos. These are all birds that's tattooed familiar. all over your legs. And I was like, "Hmm, this is definitely Birdman." Yeah. And uh, yeah. no, that that. That's a sign. It's a sign for uh, for it good is. things to come when it comes to to getting a, a professional job. For sure, man. Just gotta let them know that I, you know I know Birdman. No, I ran into him. Yeah, I, yeah. I, we're we're uh, we're like friends now. Yeah, at this we're basically point. friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're basically <laughs> friends. We got to we got to talk for a little bit. Was, no, uh, I wish. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, let's uh, wrap things up. We're at uh, a good stopping point here. So, um, hey, man, thanks for chilling. I appreciate thanks for hanging. You me yeah. On. It's been amazing. Yeah, of course. Um, I'll have you on next time you're in town. Oh, yeah. After I'd love, uh, love to keep uh, keep tabs on your uh, your journey as you as you find your way. I appreciate that. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching on YouTube. And if you're interested in audio dramas, uh, check out our new show, Don't Write Me Off, streaming ad-free on all pod- podcast platforms right now. Yeah. And uh, until next time... Adios. Shout out to mom, dad, and brother. Peace. Peace.